a mystery tree beast turns out to be a croissant. Two women tried to use a $1 million bill at the dollar store. And a life-size teddy bear is walking from L.A. to San Francisco. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, which is the podcast you're listening to right this moment. I'm your host, Jonesy, with a terrible accent today. Let's do A mystery beast turns out to be a croissant or croissant. When animal welfare officers received a report of an unusual animal lurking in a tree in the Polish city of Krakow, they were not sure what to expect. A woman reportedly claimed, People aren't opening the windows because they're afraid it will go into their house. But a visit to the area showed that the creature in question was not a bird. It wasn't a reptile. It wasn't a Polish squirrel. It was a croissant. <laughs> a croissant in a tree. The Krakow Animal Welfare Society said the incident was quite genuine. Writing on their Facebook page, the organization said its officers had asked the caller whether the unidentified animal, which had been in the tree for two days, could be a bird of prey. Perhaps it could be a dragon. What about a pterodactyl of some sort, huh? The woman responded that it looked more like a lagoon before remembering the word iguana. No, I mean iguana, not lagoon. Although the inspectors knew that it was unlikely that a reptile would survive the cool spring temperatures in the southern Polish city of Krakow, they wondered if the animal could have been an unwanted pet abandoned by its owners just chucked up into a tree. Perhaps a, a very small cat of some sort. They like to hang out in trees. Well, arriving on the scene, the inspectors found the headless and limbless object in the lilac tree to be a pastry, probably thrown out of a window in order to feed those birds. The organization remained lighthearted about the encounter and said that the public should continue to err on the side of caution and report any concerns about what they think might be animal welfare. It's a, they had good spirits about it. They weren't pissed at all that somebody wasted their time. Some blind citizen thought that a croissant was a, a bird of prey. <laughs> Way to waste resources, lady. There's something in the tree that's it's grinning at me. It's, I just see it's a big smile. I mean, is it the Cheshire Cat from my favorite <laughs> fantasy story? Alice in Wonderland. It looks like the Cheshire Cat. It's a big yellow smile. No, lady, it's just a croissant. It's a pastry up in the tree. Thanks for wasting our time. I appreciate that you were trying to save the world from what you thought was a dangerous animal. Turns out to just be a croissant. Just a pastry up in a tree. You know, nothing to see here. When I think about uh, croissants in a tree, it makes me wish that there were croissant trees, that croissants actually grew on trees. Because I love croissants. I love the flaky, buttery taste of a good croissant, slightly warmed in the morning. With my coffee. And I would just be overjoyed to know that there were croissant trees in this world. You could just pick them. Like pastry trees? Like why Why can't we invent that? I don't, we're making AIs that can, I don't know, they can clean your coffee maker for you. And self-driving cars. We get, why can't we make a pastry tree? We can get in there and distort the genes of a plant to make it grow just delicious pastries. Like what about a Napoleon tree? Just imagine the, the great world that I, I could live in if science just would get their act together 
and stop wasting our resources trying to find out what sort of music a shark enjoys. Women tried to use a $1 million bill at the dollar store. <laughs> That's a great place to bring a $1 million bill. Just, I'll take everything. Two women sought to use a $1 million bill to purchase merchandise at a dollar general store in Tennessee. According to investigators, the duo appeared on Monday morning at the convenience store in Maryville, Tennessee. Their attempt to use the counterfeit $1 million bill was thwarted by a Dollar General employee who called the police. <laughs> I would have loved to have been that employee to get a $1 million bill. I want to know what they, because there's no photo of the $1 million bill in the article. I want to know what it looked like. Did they take a $1 bill and change it into a $1 million bill? Did they take some Monopoly money? Was it pink? The $1 million bill? Was it the same size as other bills? What president did they choose to put on the $1 million bill? Was it Obama? <laughs> because the $1 million bill has yet to be created. Last I checked. So it just shows what dummies they are. Who are these idiots? Uh, sheriff's deputy dispatched to that store for a the suspicious $1 million bill incident spoke to someone named Amanda McCormick, age 39, who possessed the counterfeit bill. McCormick lives about four miles from the dollar store. She was with her relative, Linda Johnson, age 61. I'd imagine Linda maybe doesn't even know what's going on. <laughs> Amanda's like, hey, Linda, you want to come to the store? Want to go to the Dollar General store with me? Yeah, okay, I need a few things, actually. Some starting to run out of toilet paper. I, don't, I, I generally don't buy the produce at the dollar store, but I will buy some... Um, Dry goods, um, maybe beans. I'm not above that. But mostly I'll buy paper towels, that sort of stuff. Stuff for the bathroom, kind of. What are you going to get? Oh, I'm going to get everything because I have this $1 million bill that I got. It was part of my stimulus check. <laughs> oh, you got a million? Oh, that's weird. I only got 1400 All right, I guess I'll go with you. You're going to buy everything in the store? Maybe you could throw me some toilet paper at the end of our shopping spree. Now, this is great. McCormick was asked by the police... Where she received the $1 million bill, <laughs> she said, this is her answer, I got it in the mail from a church. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, above and beyond the fact that there's never been in existence legitimately a $1 million bill, no church, from my understanding, would ever mail a random person a $1 million bill. That's not what churches do. Churches in general, they want to they wanna take money from you not give you turn around and give you money. I mean, I mean, they will give to the poor. I'd imagine we like to think that churches give to the poor. I don't know if they do that anymore, uh, but that's what they used to do. I think a church sent me a one million dollar bill. In what world? Who did you think was going to believe this? I think she's on the Tennessee meth. That's just my theory. I wasn't at the scene. Uh, so when asked where she got it, she said in the mail from a church. She was unable to provide any additional information about the House of Wor Worship's address, or the name of it, as reported by the police. <laughs> as reported by the County Sheriff's Office report, Amanda had a shopping cart full of various items from inside the store, including several gift cards from various other businesses. McCormick claimed she was going to use the money to purchase items for care packages for homeless people. <laughs> Just the layers of fantasy that this woman's trying to push on people. I, I got a million dollar bill. It's real. Okay, it's real. Where did you get it? Uh, church sent it to me. Okay, and what are you going to do with it? I'm going to give all these things to the poor. <laughs> Any other layer of fantasy 
You want to throw on here, Amanda McCormick? <laughs> How messed up are you? I need to, uh, there's, there's more to the article. I mean, how many, how, how deep does it go? Let's find out. Now, it says here the incident was classified by the sheriff's office as fraud and false pretenses. Well, that's very generous of the sheriff's office to call it fraud and false pretenses. I would, I would classify it as bullshit fantasy. That's just me. McCormick and Johnson were not arrested. Instead, they were issued a verbal no trespass warning prohibiting them from returning to this particular Dollar General store. <laughs> well, what's going to stop them from going to the one in the town over with a $10 million bill that's orange in color? <laughs> it features the image of Captain Crunch on it because that is the president that they chose to be associated with the $10, $10 million bill that they created on their printer at home. <laughs> They probably wouldn't even create it with a printer. They would just use crayon. The counterfeit $1 million bill, by the way, was confiscated by the police and placed into evidence. Sadly, the police report does not address several obvious questions. Here we go. I mean, that's what I'm here for. I'm addressing these obvious questions. Number one, why did McCormick think a church would give her a million bucks? Because she's on meth. It's going to be the answer to most of these. Was McCormick actually under the impression that the United States Mint has produced $1 million bills? No. She's on meth. Or yes, she's on meth. Either of those works. Did McCormick plan on loading the gift cards with six-digit sums? Loading them? Uh, yeah. Did she expect the Dollar General to make change for her? <laughs> make change. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Do you have change for a million? Do you guys have a... <laughs> change for a million? You know, I've been to these Dollar General stores, and it it wouldn't... I wouldn't be surprised if the cashier actually believed for an instant that the $1 million bill was real. I've seen the kind of people they hired to work there. <laughs> you, of all the stores you could probably pass a $1 million bill at, it would probably be a Dollar General store. So she that was really the only thing that made sense with this whole fiasco. And by the way, while we're on the topic of dollar stores, I just want to say I really enjoy the dollar store. I'm working on a new joke about the dollar store. And it has to do with several factors of the dollar store, uh, one of which is they have brands that you do recognize at the dollar store. But something went wrong along the way that put that <laughs> mainstream brand's product into the dollar store. And then you have to play this game, of course, called um, <laughs> in which way is this completely messed up and can I live with it? It's like, yeah, I, I like Red Bull. I like, I'm not sure I like asparagus-flavored Red Bull. <laughs> Let's give this a try. A life-sized teddy bear is walking from Los Angeles to San Francisco. If you're driving between L.A. and San Fran, you may spot an unusual sight along the road. A giant teddy bear on the move. He goes by Bear Sun, and he's walking from Los Angeles to San Francisco. And he's chronicling the adventure on Instagram. At times, people have stopped along the road to chat and wish him good luck. Some Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies caught up with him in Santa Clarita, which is about an hour north of Los Angeles. The Sheriff's Department tweeted, This was a very unique situation. You may have seen a large teddy bear walking through town. One of our deputies got to meet the individual inside the bear suit and learned his goal is to complete a walk from Los Angeles to San Francisco. We wish him the best of luck on his adventure. That's very nice of the police to tweet that instead of tase him and arrest him. 
which is what they do to hitchhikers. I don't know if you guys know. You can't be hitchhiking these days. Even in a bear suit, it doesn't make it okay. Uh, okay, so then we passed the, uh, the tweet here. Then it says, Bear's son started on his journey in a neighborhood called Little Tokyo. Have you guys ever been to Little Tokyo in downtown L.A.? It's a tremendous neighborhood. One of my favorite neighborhoods in Los Angeles. A lot of great ramen joints, noodle spots in Little Tokyo. I like those Asian supermarkets. Mm, buy those little cakes that are in there. Oh, man, you go to these Asian markets, get a sandwich. What they're doing in the sandwich game, Japanese markets, the sandwich game, unbelievable. Give it a try. You deserve it. They cut off the crust sometimes. Oh, it's like you are reading my mind, Asian sandwich creator, that you cut the crust off for me. We should just be doing away with crust. I want a crustless sandwich world I should be living in. I got my watermelon seedless. I want my sandwiches crustless. You can get them in Little Tokyo. (laughs) How did I get go off the rails here? Oh, it's caffeine. That's how. Bear Sun started the journey in Little Tokyo on Monday. Says that he hopes to reach San Francisco by Saturday. Wait a minute. How are you going to... You're not walking that, that many miles in uh, that many days, so hopefully people will pick him up. He plans to camp outdoors at night. In what? I mean, I'm looking at a photo. It doesn't look like he's carrying a backpack. He doesn't have a, a sleeping bag or a tent. There's no... It's just a guy in a bear suit standing on the side of the road. Where are your, where where are your accoutrements for survival, sir, bear son, whatever your name is? He's accepting donations via GoFundMe to help his adventure. Oh, I see what he's doing. He's raising money via GoFundMe and then staying in Airbnbs along the way. That's a way to do it. This is kind of brilliant, actually. I guess maybe I could take off on with this idea. I'm gonna quit my day job, which I hate, and then. Um, Get myself like a, a dragon suit or like a miniature Godzilla suit because there's like a Godzilla movie out right now. Maybe I could like piggyback on the the popularity of this Godzilla character and just be like a, a mini Godzilla hitchhiking across the, the country. Please give my GoFundMe a, a little kiss and then I get this money coming in and I can eat at any restaurant I want. I'll eat at like five-star restaurants dressed as my Godzilla and then take photos of that and that'll just perpetuate the GoFundMe even further, and people will want to give me more because they like photos of a miniature Godzilla eating in a fancy steakhouse. And I'll be able to stay at nice Airbnbs. Photos of the Godzilla suit, me, in hot tubs, imagine. With a mask on, of course, because I'm not going in a hot tub without a mask on. I respect the other people in the hot tub. They might be annoyed at my long, curly tail, though, that has spikes on it in the hot tub. I'd imagine they would be. Perhaps they'd kick me out of the hot tub. Maybe they like the hot tub action with Godzilla. Maybe they want to play little feetsies with my Godzilla feet, which has spikes on the end. I don't know why, but this is a possibility. I'm imagining having a grand old adventure in a Godzilla suit right here on the podcast. It's not going to go anywhere other than this podcast because I'll never do it. I'll never do it. It'll just live in my fantasy. Mini Godzilla GoFundMe. Yeah. Guys, I have dreams. I just don't, I don't really actualize them because I'm stuck in a closet here. Seriously, guys, thanks so much for listening to Weirdly F News. I'm recording in my closet still. I'm just trying to make my dreams come true here on a microphone, you know? Seriously. I want to give some love to Darren McClure, longtime fan of the show. Darren moved from Cali to Tennessee. I've been doing all these Tennessee stories lately, so Darren said, what's up? So I'm saying, what's up to you, Darren? Big shout out to Darren and, and the McClure family for supporting Weird AF News. 
for eons. <laughs> We've been supporting Weird AF News since time immemorial. Everybody says, they always say time immemorial. I have no idea what that means. I think it means a long time. i have to look that up someday. Um, what else did I want to say? Oh, thanks for reaching out. I got some calls I'm going to publish after this. Uh, so thanks for reaching out. Who called me? Oh, yeah, uh, Lisa called. Michael called, of course. And, uh, oh, Kirsty called me as well. Shout out to Kirsty. Kirsty, uh, your phone, uh, th- your call was like so low, I can- couldn't really hear it, so I wasn't able to publish it. But I want to thank you for calling me again. Uh, I love hearing from Kirsty. She sent me some lovely gifts recently, so big shout out to Kirsty, one of my blind listeners. Is that, um, isn't that amazing? I got many blind listeners. I'm so proud of that. I'm very, very proud of that. Like, I'm not joking around at all. I'm very, very proud that uh, I have so many blind listeners like that look to my show for some entertainment and and, and it and it um, it brings something to their lives. It's it's a value to them. I'm like, I just love that man. Shit like that keeps me going with this podcast. I tell you right now, that good feeling, you know, that you, you, when you're, you know, yeah, yeah, you're helping people get through the day, man. That's what I'm trying to do over here. Uh, and that's really all the support I need is to know that that's uh, that's going on for some people. Uh, if you guys would like to reach out to me, it's funnyjones at gmail dot. Calm. Now, of course, tomorrow's Friday, so we got Florida Friday coming up. You know that that is the that is the jam. That is the the most downloaded episode of the week is always Florida Friday. That leads me to believe that you guys are enjoying what's going on with that particular uh, segment of the podcast, and I appreciate that. If you'd like to uh, like contribute to it and help me out, send me an article. Send me a Florida article. You got the email. You can also send me the Florida article via Twitter at Funny Jones. Uh, Facebook, Comedian Jonesy, or Weird AF News on the Facebook page. And then my Instagram's at Funny Jones. You can send it there as well. Also, if you go to weirdafnews.com, the official website of the podcast, you can click on a little link that says Submit a Story. You can send it there uh, that way as well. Also, check out the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash Weird AF News. And um, you can support the show with a small donation on a uh, monthly basis that gets you access to additional weird AF news content. Um, So that's pretty cool too. Check that out. Uh, As Michael's going to mention in this uh, later in this, when I publish the calls is uh, my birthday is later in the month. um, And he's imploring people to consider joining the Patreon. And, uh, but I know people are suffering uh, financially right now. Uh, A lot of us are. So that's completely unnecessary. Um, You can also support the show by, um, Doing some other helpful things, which is like uh, telling a friend about the show is really helpful, or leaving a review as well. You can do that. Uh, the reviews can be le- left on, as far as I know, Amazon and Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes. There are some other places, I-, I believe. I'm not really familiar. Those are the two main places, and it would be tremendously helpful if you left a review. So please consider that, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow for Florida Friday, my friend. Hey, Jonesy, it's Lisa, one of your weirdos from West Virginia. Me and Tater here. Hey, that guy should have been put in jail. Uh, if I'd go out naked like that, they wouldn't hesitate to put me in jail. Of course, I would never do that. But, hey, we love your show, man. We're trying to trying to sign up soon on Patreon. Patreon. We love you, Jonesy. Holler, Tater. 
We love you, God. Keep up the good work. Hello there, fellow weirdos. It is Michael calling from Iowa City with the countdown to Jonesy's birthday. We've got 12 days left until Jonesy's birthday, so please join me in showing your appreciation for him. You could uh, send him some sort of gift in the mail. All you have to do is just contact him by email or Twitter, Instagram, any of his usual methods of contact, and he'll send you his address. You could uh, call the show at 646-450-2012 and leave him a message, and he'll get back with you. Or you could just simply call the show and and uh, tell him happy birthday, sing him happy birthday song, or just give him a heartfelt message showing how much you appreciate him for all the hard work that he does on the show. And uh, if nothing else, just tell someone else about the show so they could become a listener of the show and support him in that way. Um, I know he works really hard getting this show out every day of the week on a on a daily basis for the weekdays, Monday through Friday. You could support him on the Patreon. Remember, if uh, you join the Patreon at the $2 level, that's just a, a dime a day for every weekday. So that's pretty darn cheap for getting five-day-a-week entertainment. And uh, it's a wonderful way to show that you really support Jonesy and all the hard work he puts in on bringing the show to us five days a week. Anyway, uh, I'm going to suggest if you send him something that you send him the the local specialty of your area. And um, whatever that may be, just send him something. Maybe you've got some stimulus money or something you could send his way in a birthday card uh, to help support him financially and his work with the show. Thank you so much for considering. And remember, 12 days till Jonesy birthday. We'll continue the countdown. Thanks, everyone, for your consideration. Take care. Stay healthy. Bye-bye.